Hello, queens. You're listening to Words of Wisdom from your queen, Yolanda Thomas. Well, hello, my beautiful sisters. Welcome to Black Queens. I am Yolanda Thomas, and I'm here today. You know, today is kind of different for me. It, you know, when I'm praying and I'm thinking about you guys, and and I'm saying, Lord, what is it that you really want to say to help us just adjust our crowns? You know, because we go through the day. We wake up feeling one way, and then by nine o'clock, we feel in another way, and then by 10 o'clock, you didn't hit another plateau, and by one o'clock, look, gas is out, uh, I'll see you at three, and then by five o'clock, don't come say anything to me until I adjust this crown again. You know, so today, I really just want to talk to you about holding on when you're sick and tired of holding on. You know what I'm saying? You know, because we can adjust our crowns. Our crowns are going to shift. I thank God for him being so loving and so kind and so patient with us. You know, his whole name just, it just speaks patience, you know, because regardless of how our crowns shift during the day, he don't let them fall off. It just, it just won't. It tilts, it turns around backwards, but he never, ever, ever revokes his promises upon us. You know, he said that his gifts are without, or without repentance, which means he doesn't take them back because he knew us before we were even born. Before we entered into this world, he already knew everything that we were going to do from the day we were conceived until the day we see him in glory. So it's not like he's sitting up there with his arms twiddling. Nah, 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 nah. He don't, he don't work like that. But you know, sometimes, you know, our word says that hope deferred maketh the heart sick. And sometimes, you know, when we're praying those big prayers and we're believing those big things and he has revealed to us the secrets of our hearts and our dreams and our hopes and we're just going, we're going, we're running full speed ahead and bam, you hit that brick wall or bam, you get that no or ah, you get that frustration because that didn't just connect with this thing and you're like, oh man, I know I'm on the right track. I know I'm doing the right things. I've dotted my I's, I've crossed my T's, I've prayed those big prayers. I know I heard him say, go do this. I know I heard him say, be here or do that. But when we get here and when we do that, it didn't work. It, it, it appears that it didn't work or it, it seems with our eyes that mm, it's not adding up. So what do we do? How do you hold on when you're sick and tired of holding on? What, what do you do? How do you hold on? How, how do you grab that last piece of straw when you're at the end of the the at the end, at the very end, you just sipped your last sip of Coke, you know, and it's all gone. So how do you keep holding on? Well, you know, I'm reminded of a story in the Bible of a woman named Hannah, you know, and Hannah, uh, the Bible describes her as just being a kind spirit. You know, she was just Hannah and Hannah just happened to be in love with this man and she was married to him. But Hannah 
she was fertile. She was infertile. She couldn't have, she couldn't have children. Her womb was barren. It was blocked up. I know, have you ever sometimes just feel like your womb is just blocked up? You know, you just, I don't care what you do. You just can't seem to get it out like you constipated or something. You know, you're squeezing and it just won't come out. <laughs> but you know, Hannah, Hannah had gotten to that point to where uh, she wanted to have a baby for her husband with everything. And, you know, in the Bible times, you know, sometimes men, they were married to more than one woman. You know, hey, they had to be fruitful and multiply. You know, I'm not saying it's for today. Don't do it. Hey, but, you know, it was our way in the Bible, you know. So Elkanah, he had two wives. He had Hannah, whom he loved, and he had Penina. Now, Penina, she was fertile. I mean, she was and baby's like, you know, it's like every time the man laid with a boom, out came a baby. And and poor Hannah, she was like, why can't I have a baby? You know, and then she was just trying to be so gentle to Panay. She would try to go over there and, you know, can I help you with the baby? Can I rock your baby? Now, go, no, 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 you cursed by God. You can't even have a baby. No, go, mm -mm, go make your own baby. You know, have you seen sisters like that? Have, have you met I don't want to call them queens, but they are because their crowns are shifted. But have you ever met a queen who would just, you're trying to help them or you're trying to be you and offer your gifts and offer your talents and mm -mm, I don't need your help. I don't want you to do it. No, they need your help. She knew she needed Hannah's help, but to be spiteful and to be mean and nasty. She told Hannah no. And, you know, and it, it, I can imagine Hannah just being broken. I can imagine her just with every, you know, and, and they didn't have the techniques that we have today. She couldn't go to a fertility doctor. She couldn't take Geritol. You know, they didn't have Geritol back then. I don't know. I don't, I, they probably did, but it wasn't in a jar marked Geritol. So, you know, but it, she did the only thing that she knew to do. Hannah went with her husband, Elkanai, and every year he would take his family to, um, to give offerings, to give thanks to the Most High. And it is so awesome because we just celebrate a season of Thanksgiving. So Elkanai would take his wives and his children and they would go offer Thanksgiving. But this one particular time, Hannah went into the temple. And as Hannah went into the temple, Hannah bowed down and she began to pray big prayers because she was believing a big God for a miracle. I don't know about you out there, but I need a miracle in my life. I need a miracle right now. And you know, a miracle, when you, when you think of miracles, people automatically think of a miracle in one way. But a miracle is a miracle is a miracle. I don't care if it's monetary, physically, spiritually, mentally, psychologically, socially. I don't care how your miracle may come. You need a miracle. The Bible says the Holy Spirit is the giver of miracles. That's his gift. That's what he does for his queens. Uh huh. He gives us miracles. It's one of the gifts that's listed in, in the book of Corinthians, the gift of miracles. So he gives miracles. So what Hannah did, Hannah was in there and while she was praying, she was so just frustrated. She was so down. She was so distressed because the thing that her heart desires, the thing that she wanted, the thing she wanted more is to give birth to a baby. And you know, 
Hannah was wanting to give birth to a physical baby, but there are some of us queens out there wanting to give birth to just babies, period. It may be a business. It may be a foundation. It may be a, a family. It may be a husband. It just may be a bank account with some money in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, in today's time, we're going through an economic downturn. So some people are just wanting food in the refrigerator. Some people are just wanting company, just company, you know, because we're still in a pandemic and we're still in quarantine. And there are a lot of people who are just lonely. You know, they're needing that baby. They're needing to give birth to a open door, needing to give birth to a hope or a dream or a desire. So Hannah, Hannah went into the temple and while Hannah was praying, the Bible says, although she was praying, her mouth was moving, but there were no words coming out. So I could just imagine Hannah just just being so distressed, just being so distraught that she was praying and, and literally her mouth was moving, but no words were coming to even the point that Samuel, the priest, he looked at us like this woman coming into this church drunk. This, I can't believe this woman and came in here full of that good wine. What is wrong with her? So he walked up to Hannah and he was saying, look, why would you come into the house of the loud drunk? And so Hannah said, sir, I'm not drunk as you would suppose. My heart is broken. My heart is at a place right now where I am so distressed. She said, I, I couldn't utter a word, but my heart was being poured out. And in that, the priest looked at Hannah and he said, May you this time next year give birth to a son. And you know, I can only imagine Hannah leaving that place that day and just excited, first of all, excited about the fact that, oh, wow, I got a word that I'm going to give birth. I got a word from the priest. And everyone knew that when Samuel gave you a word, you better count on it. You, you can mark it because <laughs> it was coming to pass. Because the Bible says not one word that Samuel spoke fell to the ground. Not one. Not one word. Not one. Not one. But that's who Hannah gave birth to. Samuel. She gave birth to Samuel. Because when she went to uh, the priest and he prophesied to her, the baby that she gave birth to was a prophet. He was Samuel. And, you know, even with that, when Hannah left that day and she went and, you know, well, you know, hey, she had to mate with her husband. She had to mate with Elkanah. She had to, you know, hallelujah. She had to go. And when she did, you better hear me. It produced a baby that would change the whole way that prophecy would be given. It did, because Samuel, again, changed the whole way that uh, the office of a prophet is. But I wanna tell you today, because sometimes as queens, sometimes when we are on this journey, there are gonna be days 
that you're not going to just be, ha, ha, he, he, yeah, uh, everything is right. Nah, it's not going to, mm-mm, mm-mm. We can't be fake here. We got to be real. We got to tell the truth as it is. But I'm here to tell you as your spiritual motivator today to take no thought of it because it is still the day that our God has made and he has allowed us to be in it. So we're going to rejoice. How do you get through those days that you have just frustrated? How do you get through those days that it just don't seem like nothing is going right? How do you get through those days? Queen, adjust your crown. You're queen. Your crown is going to shift, but it's not going to fall off. It doesn't deviate from your hopes and your dreams and your aspirations. It's just one day, one day. And yeah, I know sometimes those days add up. Those days become, you know, a week. And sometimes those weeks become a month. And sometimes the month becomes years. But guess what? How long do you think your husband is going to allow his wife to go wanting, needing, desiring, longing? Because we as women now, we go wanting, longing, needing too long. We're going somewhere else. (laughs) So our God knows our makeup. He knows us. And he says that he hastens to perform his very word. And you better believe that very next year, Hannah gave birth to a baby. She gave birth to Samuel. Yeah, she did. She gave birth. Why? And it wasn't because that, you know, she was just, uh, she still had to wait. She still had to wait. But sometimes it's just in knowing that that dream that that hope, that that vision, that the thing that you see when you lay down at night and that thing that you press for when you wake up in the morning, is still there. It's not going anywhere. It's a still a need and a longing and a desire there. Guess what? The Lord didn't revoke it. It's still yours. And it's still time to get it. It's still time to achieve it. It hadn't been stillborn. You didn't miscarry. You didn't do any of that. Your baby is still in your womb. So guess what? Rock it. Rock your baby. Hug your baby. Nurture your baby. Get your bread and your wine. Feed your baby. Give it something to drink. Hey, get your oil and anoint your baby. Rub it. Talk to it. Speak to it. Tell it how great it's going to be. Tell it how beautiful it is. Tell it how many people's lives it's going to change as it has changed yours. And as we're waiting to see the goodness of our Heavenly Father in this land of the living, because we're going to see it, that's his promise. Hey, if you can see it in here, if you can see it in here, You will see it with these, I promise you, because he said that he would do exceedingly, abundantly, and above all that you could ask or think or even enter into your imagination. That's what he says. Oh, yes, he did. It's in Ephesians. Go look it up. (laughs) 
He says that. But let me tell you, Hannah, Hannah had a faith that was unwavering, even when it seems like it just wasn't going to happen. Even when it seemed like, man, I'm seeing everybody around me prospering. I see everybody around me just doing the things that their heart so desire, and I have nothing. Oh, God, I just want to give birth to a baby. And as I give birth to this baby, you know what I'm going to do with him? I'm going to give him back to you. And I'm going to give him back to you because I know that when you have it in your hand, can't no devil in hell and can't no man snatch him out. So I give it back to you. Hey, you gave it to me. I'm giving it to you. So, you know, today, Queens, I just want to encourage you. You know, because I noticed that uh, just even by looking at the news and just reading posts on Facebook, even with the change of the guards, even though one don't want to leave, hey, you got to get out of there, buddy. And, you know, and another one is going to come in. But even with the other one coming in, let's not think that he or she is our savior. They're not. They need somebody to adjust their crowns just like we need somebody to adjust ours. So therefore, we as black queens, we're going to build Black Wall Street. We are going to build those hospitals and those schools and those nurseries. We are going to build those farms and those businesses, not because, hey, mm -mm, but we're going to do it because if anybody is going to bring wealth into the black community, it's going to be us. It's going to be us. I'm not waiting for them to hand it out. I'm going to take it when they give it, but I'm not waiting for it. I'm not praying for them, but I'm praying for us, that our eyes will be open, that our ears will be attentive, and that we will walk in wisdom, that when the floodgates and the doors open, we're going to be right there on time because we're organized, we're mobilized, and we are taking action. So just as Hannah, I'm telling you today, keep praying those big prayers. Keep pressing for those big dreams. Don't give up. The race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, but is to the one who endures. And we queens, we have been enduring for over 401 years. It's our season, girls. Hey, I want you to adjust your crowns because in the morning when you wake up, we're queens. And at the end of the day, oh, man, look, we may have been through hell and back, but we are still queens because our crowns ship, they don't fall off. I love you guys so, so much. Be encouraged. You know, again, hope deferred maketh the heart sick, but our hearts are strong because it's secure in our heavenly husband who loves us more than life itself. I love you. Make sure you join us again next Monday at eight o'clock central. Yeah. No, eight o'clock Eastern, seven o'clock central, five o'clock Pacific. Come on, Yolanda, just
that crown, girl. We're going to get it right. And tomorrow, make sure you join us for our grant writing class. Yeah, money, 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 money. Money. We're going to get that money. Yes. And Wednesday, we're going to have our OMA meeting and we have a treat for you. I'm telling you. Come on in the room if you want to learn how to get this money and to rebuild Black Wall Street. Join us Tuesday. Join us Wednesday. And we're going to walk this journey together. I love you. This is Yolanda Thomas on deck. Justina, take the wheel, girl. Oh, yeah.